0: What's up, everyone? This is episode 14 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. Uh, with me, as always, uh, co-host Brett from from Hard Circle, um, who's busy working away.
1: On stuff, we'll just say. No, we could. It's I'm working away on game jam stuff right now. Okay, so we'll we'll get to the hype machine, uh, and then as
0: well, uh, fellow co-host Dan. Hey guys, composing that? composing Dan, and uh, what we're, we're recording on Saturday, so Saturday morning or so. So I spent the morning cleaning up the apartment, playing a little bit of Fallout. Uh, sounds like Brett's been doing game jam stuff. Dan,
2: what have you been up to lately? Um. I stayed up till four in the morning yesterday trying to crush last of us because I am way behind the ball on that one and I just want to get it done. And it's an amazing game.
0: Yeah. I was, I've I've said this a few times. Like I think last of us is like the best modern game. Like last, the last game, you know, in the last like five, six years to come out or whenever the PS3 uh, came out and Xbox 360, that's like 10 years ago now actually. Um,
2: Yeah. I think that game is just so, so good. It's really compelling. Like, yeah. it's, it's hard to put down. It's like a good book, man. You can't, you cannot set it down. Do you have the the PS4 version or PS3? Uh, PS3. So make sure to get the uh, Left Behind DLC. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's uh, it's a definitely a little add on, and it's
2: uh, it's worthwhile. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. But uh,
0: but do it after you beat the game.
2: Okay. Okay. Good. Cool. Uh, we're going to. I have, have yet
0: to play that game. You need to play it.
2: It's great, man. It really is. There, I mean, like, I was a big Uncharted fan. So, cool. playing through The Last of Us, there's a couple things I missed about Uncharted. Just a few, like, game mechanics, because they are very similar in the way mm-hmm. they kind of play out. Uh, just, you know, aesthetically and, and, you know, with the whole third person thing. But there's a couple mechanics I missed that I felt were really tight in Uncharted. Right. i get it the, man, things like being able to crouch up against the wall put your back up against something mm-hmm. peek around corners and stuff like that but uh i get if you did that it would feel like way too uncharted like yeah but uh still mm-hmm. it's it's like you, once you get used to that as an uncharted fan you're just like this is this is crazy good
0: yeah um i mean yeah uncharted's like more, sh- you shoot, like, way more people. It's definitely more or more action-oriented. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, like, Indiana Jones, like, action movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, Last of Us is more, it's more stealth, like, conserve ammo, and the tone of it is much more
2: grim and right. depressing. But... I like the stealth vibe. <clears throat> sure. Me too. I was a big, you know, Metal Gear Solid fan, too, so... That, uh... Mm-hmm. You know, you get to use those chops a little bit, and just just snipe somebody with a bow and arrow because it's quieter. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we'll start uh, this episode off just like we have started off uh, the last couple with uh, rant time. Does anyone have <laughs> Does anyone have any rant-worthy topics to discuss? I actually have one, but uh, I'll open the floor to you guys first.
1: Mm. Brett, anything? Hmm. I. I I can't think of anything right really Br- off, off the top of my head.
0: Brett needs me to go first before he gets all pissed <laughs> off. So you're his muse. You're his ranting muse. Yeah, I'm, the yeah, cat- I'm trying
1: to think of something.
0: I'm, I'm the catalyst to his uh, yep. his anger. Dan, anything uh, rant worthy? Well, I mean, you know,
2: pretty sad state of affairs. What's going on in the world today? You know, like these like uh, the attacks on in in Europe and and whatnot. Just like it, it just. It's crazy, man. I, I was trying to, you know, like I said, I was up till four in the morning playing video games last night. But this morning, when I got up, I was trying to, um, you know, uh, inform myself as to what's going on over there. And it's just, man, it's mm. crazy. One hundred twenty plus people dead. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it, I mean, so we're recording this on
0: uh, the Saturday. Um, patrons will get it on right after this, but it won't be available until Monday. So, yeah, last night there was attacks in Paris. Uh, it, I still don't think they really know the full extent. A and who's really responsible, right?
2: Or yeah. apparently, ISIS has claimed responsibilities. But oh, okay, and that's what I uh, that's what I read. And yeah, I read an interesting tweet this morning. I can't remember who it was from, but basically saying, you know, that um, it's it's all part of their plan to create these know catastrophes mm-hmm. and it's, it's the backlash that they're counting on you know what i mean and how do you not respond but it's that backlash that they're counting on to to make it to give credence to their whole philosophy that there is a, a war taking place you know what i mean yeah that they're that, and then that they're under attack this Islam, islamophobic attacks or whatever and it's it's sad man it's like a vicious cycle you know well there's also a uh, loss last night when that was happening
0: is that japan got hit with like a an earthquake, and there's yeah. there was tsunami warnings for the kind of the southern southern region, but I didn't I didn't really see. I don't know if anything else came about that, but everyone's obviously on right yeah. uh, on high alert with tsunamis relating to Japan and in general, but specifically Japan with what happened a few years ago. But yeah, last night was it's kind of a, a weird, a, like a weird, uh, sad night. So uh, and it was
1: Friday the 13th.
0: Yeah. It was, yeah. so. I mean, pray for Paris. Uh, there's a lot of information on on Twitter in terms of how to get help and all that stuff if you have like family and friends or whatever in in Paris. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, some good comes out of it. Uh, my rant seems so insignificant now. <laughs> it's <nice. laughs> the, rant and the rant.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that, why I was letting you guys go first, just in case.
0: I see.
1: Uh, you got too deep,
0: man. Yeah, you got a little, you got a little deep there. Talk about The Last of Us. You're talking about Paris. Are you, is everything okay, Dan? You need? Have oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just been locked in your your apartment for the last? Uh... It's really dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> just haven't seen the light. It's a nice, beautiful day out, actually. So
2: the lack of vitamin D, boys. Sorry,
0: <laughs> it's all good. Um... Yeah, I, I want to rant about the 3ds, but I don't think it's actually appropriate. Now for that, so, so.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll pass. I'll, I'll wait until next next episode. It's yeah, done. I'm gonna. It's, it's gonna I'll let mine go to you because it's just first world problems. <laughs> yeah, first world yeah. problems. <laughs> Nothing yeah. matters now. Yeah. Yep. All right, um Thanks. I for don't Dan. even want to make comments about <laughs> what he said either because it could go too heated.
0: Yeah. No. Done. We'll uh, we'll move
1: on from that. Does anyone have? Uh, we'll go on to the hype machine now. Does uh, hype 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 hype? Does anyone have anything to hype? Um. Yep. <laughs> I always do. For some strange reason, I always have something going on.
2: You got your, you got your finger on the pulse, man. You know what's up.
1: Yeah, you're I do. The, you're the central point
0: of Hamilton, and and even in part in Toronto. So <laughs> <laughs> so hype
1: away. Uh. Well, what did we miss? There's so many things. Ah. Oh, so. Well, next week is Game Dev Drinks on Wednesday. We'll have uh, Sago Sago come down. Uh, Jason will be there talking, and I think a couple of his people. So that'll be an interesting night on Wednesday, uh, 7 p.m. at the Pheasant Plucker. So be there, get your tickets, draw an on Eventbrite. Come and check it out. It's the last one of the year, too, so it'll be a little bit a party atmosphere. I expect a couple people to buy lots of drinks.
2: It'll be good. We're going to tear it up. Yeah, yeah we're
1: going to get turned up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Um, and it's the last one of the year, right? Yeah, it's going to be the last one of the year. And then I already got the guests for next year, uh, for January 1st. I'm already working on lining that up. Cool. It'll probably be... Oh, I'm not on my page properly. I'll tell you in a second. The date <laughs> or the, the person? Huh? The date or the company?
2: Uh, The company. Uh, It'll uh, be. For well, January, I heard you uh, you tweeted out to uh, Golden Gear earlier. Was oh, a- yes,
1: I did. Thanks for telling everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that that's it will probably be coming down in uh, February. Nice. I mean uh, January. Yeah. Golden Gear. Cool. So Is that they're, the they're a group company? guys, man. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Fatec Tonics. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's that's a cool game. I haven't played yeah. it yet. I saw some an update was
2: coming out last night, but. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I haven't I haven't checked it out yet but I
2: plan I on it. early early release version I saw them at pipazar mm-hmm. down there mm-hmm. at Bento Miso and they gave me a they gave me a code and I checked it out and man it's it's pretty fun you know it's a delicate balance it's a whole world building thing and you got to keep this very delicate balance or the fates get upset and then they start ripping everything apart and
1: right it's really something nice look cool so mm-hmm. they're we're we're currently talking about maybe january um yeah and then we got february will probably be dan with music and uh we'll keep going from there it's it's big it's busy so next year's gonna be a lot of a lot more people so it's gonna be pretty good nice and then what else we got going on uh i'm working on the game jam right now so that's not until february but i'm already working on that uh if the Eventbrite's up, but it has no information yet. <laughs> so there is the Eventbrite for The Great Ham Jam, so that's what it's called. Uh, oh, that's, that's awesome. There's nothing there, so you can sign up. Uh, there will, will be stuff there. Um, it will be during the week of Valentine's Day, so February like 12th to the 14th yeah, yeah that's right. so that's that will be happening then, like love. I have everything planned for next year, so love is in the air, bro. <laughs> Yo,
0: know,
1: a lot of people have been asking me to do like uh like some kind of love theme for that day specifically for that game jam yeah so like, I'm thinking oh, of it you awful. can make you can make
0: all the games like yeah love or love themes or something like that yeah
1: so, so you're
2: gonna do a sort of a central theme, essential idea that's you know your, your initial inspiration.
1: Uh, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna do uh, like kind of like how most game jams are done. It's like there is the the theme of the night. So and it's usually like a, a sentence or a phrase or a word, something along that lines, where the you truth. use that word as your motivation to make this game around the theme. Mm-hmm. So I think mine's going to be something okay. love related. <laughs> oh, just something love related. Yeah, that's a good call. Yep. Nice. It'll be. <clears throat> Quite interesting to see what comes out of it.
2: I remember, uh, I think it was 2013 game jam. The um, It was an Ouroboros, you know, the snake eating its own tail.
1: Oh, yeah, I did that, that game jam.
2: Yeah, that was kind of cool. Just a, just a picture, right? Something a little abstract. You yeah. You can make your own sense of it.
1: I don't know what mine's going to be yet. I'm, I'm, that's later. I'll start brewing up a bunch of ideas and just pick one out of the hat, like live, at the game jam.
2: That's a good, that's a good call, too.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking for a guest speaker, too. Like, I might have a guest speaker come out, do a little talk before the jam starts, get people hyped up, mm-hmm. and then we start jamming.
2: It'd be cool to get a guest speaker who happened to, you know, um, make something amazing out of the, the, the game that they made during a game jam. Yeah. They released something that, that did well, you know, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. I know some people. Oh, you know we'll lots see. of people, that, <laughs> that People person, do. Like, like we said, you're the pulse of the Hamilton scene. I, I try.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what else is it? Oh, man, you know what we, we missed? What's and that? I totally didn't even realize it. There was a Digi Awards.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know that until
1: I saw that uh, Alien Trap won. I didn't even yeah. know. What uh, did I know? That's... I didn't even know about it because I was watching uh, on my Facebook. I have a couple, uh, you know, shout out to Phantom Compass and Pixel Knots. They're on my friends list. Not no brag, but <laughs> they were they were they were Facebooking all their uh, all the stuff about it, and I was like, I never saw this event before. So was yeah, there was some, some event trying there, to pull but... the information up. But uh, the guys who did that uh, Greek art game or Roman art game—I can't remember the name of it Apotheon. Uh, yeah, they won. Yeah.
2: Oh, cool.
0: Uh, they have, uh, and that's why they they made a cryptarch that's coming. Up, that's already out on Steam, coming out yeah. to PS4. Um, oh man, they did another one that I'm blanking on right now. Uh, that I'm going to look up real quick.
1: Um, I think it was called the event was called the Next Media Digi Awards, which is made uh, by I think Mars hosts it. Um, for those who, if it is Mars that actually hosts it, um, they're like an Ontario. Uh, what are they again? They do business stuff m a r s It's some kind of business services for startup and indie well not i wouldn't say indie games, but they're in that field of startup businesses mm. so it looked like they were a part of putting this uh digital event together and Phantom Compass was there they were nominated um Pixel knots was nominated for uh, Lost Orbit. So Phantom Compass was nominated for uh, Rollers of the Realm. Um, I forget who else
2: was up there. Is, is sorry. Is this a like a, a national thing, like a Canadian thing, or I think it's an Ontario only thing. It's an Ontario only thing. Cool. Well, congrats yep. to Phantom Compass. That's awesome. No, 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 uh, no. They didn't <laughs> win. Alien Trap. <laughs> oh. Well they, at, well, they were oh, nominated. Hey, it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs>
1: nice save. Yep. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, it true. <laughs> but a nice save. Um, Good save, man. <laughs> yeah, I forget who else was nominated. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pull it up real quick since we're. Cool. While you're doing that,
0: I just want to talk about a special screen of Invisibility Blues. I'm just going to read the thing. Join us for a screen of Invisibility Blues, a series that explores racial representation in games. We'll be screening episode 1.1 when race is on the menu. Choice change, character creation. Uh, you can. Uh, there's an Eventbrite on the site. But you can also follow uh, P-Y-T-Y-V-O Gaming. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, but they'll be screening that. So check out the site for full details. If that's like kind of your jam to watch a movie like that. Um, it's a free event, so give that, give that a, a look. Awesome. Cool.
2: Uh, Dan, do you got anything to hype? Um, you know, have you guys heard of Blossom Tales? I have not. This, my buddy, um, Tyler Budlowski, he's part of Castle Pixels. And he's a Toronto guy. Um, he's actually living in Vancouver right now. He's kind of going mm-hmm. back and forth to the right now. But he did uh, last year, was it last year? He released Rex Rocket on Steam mm-hmm. and on iPad 2, I believe. It did pretty well. It was a great game. And now in a similar sort of art style, but it's more like a Zelda-esque um, sort of mm-hmm. Link to the Past style um, RPG. And it's looking awesome. I'm really stoked to see what happens. They released a trailer a few months back. But yeah, Hot Hype Blossom Tales. You know, if you haven't heard of it, check it out. If you're a fan of uh, Zelda Link to the Past or if you've played Rex Rocket, or like any castle, uh, castle pixel games, you should mm-hmm. definitely look into it because the trailer looks wicked. And follow Tyler. Uh, I think his at kid exodus is his uh, thing, his Twitter handle, and he's always posting like dev things. You know, he's working on uh, n- camera angles, working on new bosses, different mechanics, and whatnot. The artist, I believe, is out of Pittsburgh, um, but it's basically a two-man team. It's Tyler, an artist, and then they hire a composer. And nice. I'm uh, really stoked for that game, and it's nice. a Toronto game, so you know, fingers crossed. I think he's B- gonna knock out of the park.
1: Bam! I'll uh, I'll get on the site. Yeah, cool. Cool. It looks cool. I'm watching the trailer.
2: Yeah, it looks sweet. Hey? Right. They've got they've got a really cool vibe, and it's uh, you know the art style is not completely far away from Rex Rocket. It's a different camera angle. You know, this was yep. more top down, Rex Rocket was like side scroller, but hmm. they're. You know, you can see that Castle Pixels, as a as a company, has their own sort of aesthetic, and it's translating yeah. from game to game, which is pretty cool. Looks good. Looks cool, Ezra. Yeah, uh, I'll get down the the
0: site um, soon, as long as Fallout doesn't take me away from stuff,
2: <laughs> which it has been doing so, um, so. So you're on the Fallout train? Is it amazing?
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, oh man. Uh, so news time only has like two things, and that's because I I just kind of got on to Fallout and it haven't really gone off. It's yo, I this
1: mean, ha- this happened last time with Metal Gear, so it did.
0: And yeah, our fans are
1: used to this. <laughs> they they they're aware that like <laughs> they're aware that when a
0: big game comes out, like it's just a you know it's just me doing <laughs> a lot of the posts. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. I mean, I really dug Fallout Three. I didn't get into it as deep as, like, a lot of people did. Uh, I did really love uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I think I love that world more, but just to have, like, another, like, open world, you can do whatever, just go out and go have fun game yeah. uh, is is just solid, and I'm starting to kind of, at first, I was, like, it doesn't really teach you stuff very well, so I was... Uh, I was dying a lot just because I, like, wasn't able to... Like, I wasn't modding my armor correctly and stuff like that. Right. And uh, and when you die, too, it's, like, there's no... There's quick... There's, like, there's saves... Uh, there's, like, checkpoint saves where it'll automatically save for you. But, like, I've lost, like, an entire hour just because I didn't, like, save and stuff. So, it's kind of... Mm. It still has, like, some classic uh, gaming mechanics, I guess. But it's it's just, like... It's a Bethesda game. Like, it's Fallout 3 that just, like, looks better and different story and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I'm like 16 or 17 hours in. Wow, nice. I took I took Wednesday off and and uh, both from work and the website. <laughs> and, wow, you
1: uh, went that hard, eh? Yeah,
0: I, I just crushed it. The only the only thing I've really done, like the only thing of entertainment I've done other than Fallout 4 is just watch like the last few Raptors games. Um, and even then, I kind of turned it off like halfway <laughs> through
1: to play. <laughs> so Raptors played like crap last night. They won. Who cares? I know they won, but I was watching the game while I was at the gym, and I was just like, oh, come on.
0: Did they have a good second? I didn't actually watch the second half, because that's fallout time. The first half was bad, but they won by 20, so they would have had to play at least good, or... It was,
1: they, well, the Pelicans, they suck, so... Well, they don't have Anthony Davis right now. Yeah. So... But it's just, like, really sloppy play. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, oh, this is pretty sloppy, so they got lucky. Really, like, watching it, to me, I was just like, there's a lot of sloppiness going on here. There
0: was, their game against the, like, one of the halves is always bad for them. They're, mm-hmm. like, either the first half is just kind of sluggish, or the second half, they, they kind of fall apart, but... because well, that's, that's what happened in, uh, was it Orlando, where the second, or no, it was against the Heat, where they just kind of fell apart against the second. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but the Heat's, the Heat's, like, a pretty legit team, but... They lost against the Knicks at home. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the three of us could beat the Knicks at home. So, I mean,
2: <laughs> somehow I doubt
0: it. Hey, I'm like 6'6 and I play basketball. So, oh, nice. I used well, to play ball, but... group,
2: yeah, I used to play ball in,
1: in high school. There you go. We're I all... don't weigh as much as I uh, used to back then. So, <laughs> I can't, my vertical is really low. <laughs> it's fine. Just pass it and we'll figure yeah, just, it
2: out. Just sink threes all day long. No problem. Yeah. That's true.
1: All I care about is December ninth, San Antonio versus the Raps, because that's the game I'm going to. Nice, and uh, I don't <laughs> think the Raps are going to win. So we'll see. Do
0: you want to? Uh, I'll bet you they will. I'll bet you they won't. All right. Lunch. Do you guys even
2: remember your other bets that you made? Uh, I they're...
0: said, I said the Raptors would make it to the conference finals. Yep. And at the time I made that bet, they're like five and zero, oh, and
1: now they're seven, three. <laughs> hey, seven and three. Hey, seven three still good.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, you're in the East, man. The East sucks. Hey, they beat the Western team last night. But that's the crappiest <laughs> team of <in> the West. <laughs> do
2: you guys listen to 1050 at all? No, I, I, I do 590. 590? Yeah. I, I like 1050. <laughs> Brian Hayes on 1050. He... Uh, he was talking about uh, the Raptors game. Who are they playing? The worst team in the league. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but uh, Pel- the-, the Pelicans. <laughs> Last night they played the Pelicans, so who yeah,
1: the worst team in the West. Yeah, that's what he was saying in the league.
2: <laughs> he was saying that the Raptors should have to feel ashamed for that victory because they didn't completely blow them out. That that it was actually kind of close.
1: Yep. Well, yeah, because when they ended the half, it was 40 40. And like what? <laughs> Come on. And they were playing horrible against them. So I don't know if they just like called it in. They're like, "Yeah, whatever. It's the worst team in the league. We don't have to try." It was a horrible game.
2: It's but it's those worst teams in the league that, you know, they have to work that much harder too, right? Like the Leafs right mm-hmm. now, I mean. You know, they're actually winning a bunch of games. They got a bunch of points in the last 6 games. And um, you know, on paper, they're not really that talented per se, but Yeah. Working their tails off every night and actually squeaking out wins against some of the best teams in the league. They beat Dallas a couple times. They beat the, the Preds. You know some of the top teams in the league right now, and they're actually mm-hmm. stealing a couple games. You know, so, yeah. Wasn't so it, I thought I really, read
0: something that they like their
2: wins are all against like good teams in the West. Hmm. Well, yeah, they're they're a bit of a sleeper. Sometimes you got to be careful for the the worst teams in the league because they don't want to be the worst. You know what I mean? Sometimes they'll <clears> just yeah. put out a, like a crazy effort one night and smoke a great team. There's a lot that's, of there's a that's lot of examples. The game. Yeah, there's played a lot the- of
0: examples throughout all of sports history of like the worst teams beating the best teams. I mean the what year was it that the the Bulls won like 70 games? Do you remember, Brett? It was like 95 or 96. And yeah, one I'm of those 96 one of their like 10 losses was against the Raptors <laughs> who sucked forever uh in those early years and they beat Jordan and the Bulls. So I mean
1: that Vin Sanity.
0: It was before Vince Carter, though. Was it? Oh wait, no. Yeah. Wasn't it like like the Raptors like first or second year?
1: Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I bet
0: you if I Google okay Raptors beat Jordan Bulls, it's going to come up. Probably
1: ninety
0: six. Uh, nineteen eighty six. Yeah. So that's that's their second year. Maybe their first year actually. Depending on when it was in the season. Expansion but. teams are always brutal at for the first few years, for
1: sure. March twenty fourth,
0: 1996. So it was actually their first year. Nice. And they won one hundred and nine and
1: one hundred and eight. <laughs> that's the beauty
0: of professional. Everyone sports, got that
1: free pizza that day. <laughs> Longtime rap fans know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah,
0: it's it sucks now though because they have to win as well.
1: Yeah, but my buddy would say, because we were like, okay, so when we go to the game, there's a good chance we can get a free pizza out of it. And then he's like, they got a win, though. And I'm like, oh, they're not beating the Spurs. That sucks.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see how my bet goes with you. Are, yeah. are, do you accept my bet? Huh?
1: Do you accept my bet? Yeah, I accept it. I want a free meal yeah. and a beer. <laughs> we got to keep track of all
0: these bets.
2: Quick question. Yep. Well, you got it. You got it all recorded on the podcast. So you can always double uh, check. That's true. Does does basketball have salary caps? Uh
0: it it not a hard one like the the like hockey does. It does and then if you're over that you pay like a luxury tax. Oh, I see. Okay. So you can like I'm sure like a lot of the top like I'm sure the Spurs are and uh and I'm sure um the Lakers are because of Kobe and I'm sure uh a lot of the top like teams with a lot of vets hmm. are paying that. Um but it also is going to go, it's kind of, it's going to go up next year, but they sign a, they get a big TV deal next year and it's going up like 25% just next year alone.
2: So, I mean, with hockey, having the hard salary cap, it's created a lot of just parity throughout the league. Man. Like All the teams, I mean, any team can beat any team on any given night, you know, I mean, there's bad teams like the Columbus Blue Jackets this year are bad and the Leafs and Calgary are bad, but. But they could win any night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 created a lot of parity throughout the league. You can't like, there's a lot of teams across the league that don't even have an all-star player because they can't afford it. You know, they don't have the the, the, the cap space. You know, you can't pay Stamkos twelve million dollars and then and then have a great team surrounding him. A lot of the times, so you got to rely on good drafting and good coaching and all that. And it's it's uh, changing the game big time. Having the hard salary cap, I kind of feel like with basketball. Having a luxury tax, it still allows the richest teams to be the best teams. They just pay more.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, basketball is weird, right? Because the 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 best players uh, play the most amount of time uh, related to any other like sport. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, LeBron James or let's say Tim Duncan, because we got a Spurs fan in the in the room, what, but what? <laughs> but Tim Duncan will play at least in his prime, will play, you know, 41, 42 minutes. Games are 48 minutes long. Like, he'll yeah. play a solid, like, 85% of the game. And if it's the playoffs, if it's crunch time, he'll play 90% of the game. Uh, yeah. That just doesn't happen in, like, hockey um, at all, really. Like, isn't the most, like, kind of 22 minutes, 23 minutes? Yeah, know. somewhere in there. I mean, some, yeah, some players like will
2: play, you know, 25, 26 minutes. But you get gassed after, like, 40 seconds of of skating up and down the rink, you know, right? yeah. Because you have so much stuff on you too, right? Man,
1: I get gas just skating. Period. I'm <laughs> an athlete. I get
2: gas just watching people play sports, <laughs> just gliding on skates. Not even like just like gliding down the ice.
1: I'm not even like a great skater anymore. But when I was living in Ottawa, you go on the canal lake all the time, and I was like dead. Like I'm just this big nice massive dude skating along. People looking at me. <laughs> This guy doesn't belong here. <laughs> I'm like, screw you guys. I'm doing it.
0: I haven't skated since I was like in grade five, just because I can never find skates to to fit me.
1: Dude, just get like some wood planks. <laughs> <laughs> we should do uh, some skating at whatever that square is out in Toronto. Um, Nathan, Nathan Phillips, Phillips Square. Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty hit it
2: up for the three of us.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds like a date. We get some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> beaver tails, and some hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do they even do beaver tails down here? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Tell our ladies. I don't think I've had beaver tails uh, in Toronto before,
1: uh.
0: except for the uh, the CNE. I think they C&E, had it, yeah. but not like just a shop, like only at events. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. In okay, in Ottawa, for all our <laughs> listeners out there, go to Ottawa, hit the canal. They have the beaver tails like right on the canal. Like it's pretty dope. So like they have little outposts where there's like beaver tail sections. <laughs> it's pretty neat. And in in like they actually have places that just sell beaver tails like all year round.
0: Yeah. If you don't know what a beaver tail is, it's it's basically just deep-fried like batter. Yeah, <coughs> for uh,
1: our American audience. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dipped in <laughs> sugar and uh yeah. and you can get like chocolate and ice cream and stuff with it, but it's basically just like, yep. a
1: sugary, bready dessert. Yep, I think the best beaver tail I've ever had was at uh, Canada's Wonderland. It was just off the hook. I think they call them bear claws there, though. So, so it's not, it's not legit then. No, but it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I think we're going on like the weirdest tangent yeah, ever. Yeah,
0: so so off topic.
1: Ain't it <laughs> i just going to throw another off topic thing. My friend, uh, my best friend, just had his baby. Oh, right, cool. Know. That's yeah. why I was a little silent there. I'm getting all these text messages. Oh, like it just happened. Yeah, damn! Live on the podcast, eh? Well, not. <laughs> yeah, sort of live. <laughs> just happened today. Like probably just the baby the crying in the background. Hour, so.
2: <laughs> just, just being delivered in Brett's apartment.
1: Yeah, that's what I do.
2: <laughs> Brett's also a midwife. <laughs> that's
1: how I keep my finger on the pulse. You know. Uh, oh, yeah, I was born on Friday the thirteenth. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, oh I was born getting all the last, stats now. So. Born last night. Yeah. Here, I'll throw it up on this site. This is exclusive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Next gamer player three has entered. <laughs> cool. Uh, congrats to them. Yeah, we let's should wrap probably. This up. I gotta go visit them.
0: Yeah. We well. I mean, we're, we're not even at the news time yet. So oh yeah, let's hit it. <laughs> let's do the news time.
1: News, news, news.
0: <laughs> uh, gets here every time. Yeah. So because of Fallout Four, uh, there was some stuff that happened, and I only wrote about a, a select few of it. Um Starting off, Ubisoft Toronto is rated as one of Canada's top 100 employers. Shout out to them. They're working on Far Cry Primal right now. Uh, they've worked on uh, the last Splinter Cell game and and Far Cry 4 and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, I wanted to post this, A, because it's useful for people who want to get in the industry and see like that it's getting a positive vibe. But I feel like a lot of AAA studios kind of get a bad vibe for like shitty work conditions. hmm and uh, I guess that's not the case at Ubisoft Toronto because that's pretty like Canada's top 100 employers. that's pretty legit. So, hmm. congrats to them.
2: Yeah, profit sharing and and you know, stock you know just <clears throat> share, having shares in the company and whatnot. I mean that obviously gives you pride and even yeah like, mm-hmm. a sense of pride in what you're working on because you know you own it. Hmm. It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and a few other, uh, like UB Gallery, where they have a biannual com- competition for art students and stuff like that. So.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. It says here, win a three-month apprenticeship with the company. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's huge. So good on them. Congrats to the whole team. That's like a company-wide, like everyone's involved in that. So yeah. shout out to them. So congrats. Um, and look forward to Far Cry Primal next year, like February next year.
1: Yeah, I might, I might pick that one
0: up, actually. I, uh, I probably... It looks neat. Yeah, February's... Early next year is, like, solid, because all the games... A lot of games come out in March, but nothing really comes out in, like, January and February, so it'll be a, I think it'll be a good break after... You gotta use those Christmas gift cards, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Uh, finally, Planet of the Eyes was released on Mac. Um, it was... Uh, this is kind of a Limbo-inspired, like, platformer. Uh, it was released back in August on PC, uh, I had actually, like, bought it and then realized it was only Mac, so I, like, I guess, returned it on Steam, uh, so I'll be picking this up now. But, uh, yeah, it's released on on Mac, and uh, shout out to them, because they also hooked up Patreons with codes uh, a little while ago, or some patrons with codes,
2: so. I did the same thing, because I received one of these codes, and I accidentally bought the, the PC version, because it was only on PC and not on Mac, right? Yeah. And so... Can now that it is released on Mac, can I download the Mac version, or do I have to?
0: I have no idea. I'll have to figure that out. Yeah, I definitely want to play it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that works.
2: I'll. I'll. Uh, Contact. I met the guys, like the, the Coco Cucumber guys, um, again at Bitbazaar. I, I, Bitbazaar keeps coming up. I mean, they're doing something right there. Every time it seems mm-hmm. like uh, I talk about a story about meeting a developer, it was meeting them there. And uh, you know, I bought some of their art. I actually have the. They only made, I believe, twenty five of them. Uh, just like silk screen prints of mm-hmm. of the robot of the main character that you play as in the game. And I got that hanging up in the studio here. Which That's is cool. Pretty cool. And um, I met the voice over actor, because mm-hmm. um, I guess what happens is you you find all these recordings of of um, somebody. I, I haven't played the game yet, but uh, I met him there, and he was a nice guy, like there doing their thing I'm, uh, john black is the guy who did all the sound and music uh mm-hmm. he has a company called cypher audio and uh, i met him uh, a handful of times but the last time i met him was at uh, a, an art party uh, downtown spadina at 576 slash tendril which is like a they do animation they're a really amazing animation company mm-hmm. and this, they do animation for like Video game, tons of games, tons of online stuff, lots of advertisements. I mean, when you see like, um, you know, uh, really crazy cool animation, um, CG stuff in commercials, if it was made in Toronto, it's probably done in that building. Oh, nice. I met John Black there because he does a lot of work for Tendril as well, but uh, he's his work is awesome. If you haven't uh, heard of John Black or Cipher Audio go check out his website he's got a, he's a, a wizard with sound it's really great work
0: nice uh, actually speaking a bit bizarre they've been <coughs> tweeting that there's another one coming so i just went to the site real quick and bbxl coming in december 5th 6 uh, 2015 to the madami athletic center i don't know where that is so stay tuned for that this is wait, sorry in this thick?
2: is a, this is a bit bizarre
0: yeah, I went to, because I, I remember hearing rumblings that there was going to be a new BitBazaar, and so I went to the site, and yeah, there's a new one coming uh, early next month. So they're not doing it at Bento this time? I guess not. I don't know where this Mattamy Athletic Center is. Well, I mean, I, I can see why. I mean, the
1: last
2: couple of times I went there, it was it was rammed. Lots of people. Yeah. Lots of, lots of vendors. I think uh, lots
1: of what would be cool is, like, we should go there and do, like, some kind of live thing.
0: That'd be sweet. I've only been to I've only been to one and I know what you're talking about. Like it was kind of really jam packed and mm-hmm. and uh actually no, sorry I've been to they They're they're on the they're on the waterfront one time. The last mm-hmm. one I think. And then the the one before that was at at Miso Miso that I went to.
2: It's a great event. If if people listening have never been to Bit Bazaar, you should definitely go. Tons yeah. of people mm-hmm. with me. People showing off games, people showing off their artwork. Um it's uh, people showing up their music. I met uh, Jim Guthrie there for the first time, and he and I bought like his entire catalog for twenty bucks. He was selling like all of his music, nice, um, free downloads on Bandcamp, kind of thing. And six nine five five was there, like a bunch of great musical artists. It's a really cool event, totally worth going to. And if they're expanding and making it bigger, and and you know exploring other venues. <coughs> I can't. I can't recommend it enough. Nice. Definitely gotta check it out. Yeah, last time yeah. I went to one,
0: I went. I got picked up a Guacamole like poster. It's like a. It looks like a Spanish like wrestling poster, and oh, it has that's like so cool. Juan versus someone else. I forget. And I so I framed that and, and have it up on my bed, my, uh, above my desk. Is it like
2: a silkscreen poster kind of
0: thing, or? Uh, I'm not sure what what that is. It's kind of like those old school concert posters. Oh yeah, yeah, it's that.
2: Yeah, it's that kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's. I don't think it even says Guacamelee. It's really just like a, a wrestling like uh, like Juan versus someone. Uh, I can't see the poster from where I'm sitting, but yeah, it's like a. It looks like a classical like kind of uh, like either movie poster, or like a wrestling match poster or something like that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, that's it for news time. <laughs> like I said, blame news, news, news. <laughs> blame Wallet for. Four. Um, so. We we asked on Twitter if there was anything we wanted to talk about or anything other people want to talk about. And I'm just pulling up the tweet right now. And my internet's slow. Can anyone else pull up that tweet? Tweet,
1: tweet, tweet.
0: <laughs> Alright, I just got it. I, so I'm too slow. Freemium tactics and indie promotion. We already kinda of talked about indie promotion a few episodes ago. Mm. Um Basically, you know, help. We get a PR company to help you out. I think was the too long didn't read, right, Brett? Yep. Um, Let's talk about freemium tactics, uh, because there's a few things I guess like people do, right? Um, Yeah, there's tons. So, I think the you know most mobile games I would say are are free, free to play, correct?
1: Well, I'm getting some texts.
2: Okay. <laughs> so I would say so most. It seems that way. I mean, yeah. When when I'm looking for a new game on uh, on the iOS App Store, there's a lot of get with in-app purchases. Mm-hmm. And I'm making I'm making um, air quotations right now, just in case nobody can see that, which nobody can. So <laughs> unless
0: we're watching you right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean, there's a couple ways that like these free games make money, right? There's videos, uh, like, basically Google ads, or even just like ads on the app itself. Um, or they'll have like a a premium like uh, currency in the game, so which you like get really slow and uh, in the game, so you have to spend real money on it to get stuff in the game. Like donuts. i back. Like
2: that's from Simpsons. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so I mean, it's. I, it's nothing. I, I don't know. It's it's nothing that like I think it's any surprise to people now, right? Like free free to play games have been around for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Basically, whenever like I whenever like the whole mobile phones kind of started, uh, I think like a lot of games were free, especially like the Facebook games. Like I remember, uh, what was that far- Farmville?
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: that was
2: huge, um, and that was all free to play and stuff like that. How far away is the day though when the ads that we're subject to? Are not like usually the ads are video game related. It's usually advertising another game. Yeah, time to do their thing. But how soon is it going to be where we're getting Swiffer ads on our on our video game on our mobile games? You know what I mean? Probably not very far away. I mean, it's
0: it's crazy too because you'll be watching uh, when I went to uh, when I went to Tokyo Game Show. The biggest booth that was there was Clash of Clans. Mm-hmm. Clash of Clans is a free to play like game on iPad. And I see commercials on it and and stuff like that. So they have a huge outreach and a huge like media budget. Like I'm sure like I haven't downloaded the game, but I'm sure they've had like companies go up to them and be like, Listen, you have like you know, say five million people, five million eyes on your app. Like we wanna market, you know, Mr. Clean. And mm-hmm. get a Mister Clean weapon in there or something like that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'd, probably even more than that. I mean, it, there's a crazy amount of of eyes on the iOS and Android shops. You know, right? I don't know. What do you think, Brett? Like, like how, what would your what, what would your guess be of of their fan base? Like the people who play Clash of Clans, especially with all the advertisement and whatnot.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to just uh, think of the right question that you're asking here.
2: Well, it's just like, I mean. Say there's 10 million we use out there. Mm-hmm. And for an indie game, you know, it would be great to say reach 20 or 30,000 of, yeah. of those people, right? Yeah. But there's billions of phones out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, what, what would be the audience for a game that has the amount of cra- crazy advertising that Clash of Clans has? It's probably, it's probably crazy big.
1: Oh, the Clash of Clans audience is definitely a, probably over 10 million people. Oh, easily, yeah. Easily. Yeah, Even
2: more than that. They're, they're like, the number one <clears throat> game to play right now. Yeah, that's Still. a very good point, Steve. Like, I, I could totally see that. I could totally see Oak being like, yeah, we need commercials on your Clash of Clans thing. And I think maybe gamers are not um, that... Uh, they're, they're not that sort of impeded upon with video game ads. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool to see a video game ad. Maybe check out a new game. Um, but I would not want to sit through a, you know, a Volkswagen commercial.
1: Well it depends on how you set it up, right? So how most games are doing uh interstitial ads, that's what video ads are called right now. Um so a video ad is generally set up as a reward to the player. So if you're playing Clash of Clans, I don't know what their Clash of Clans currency is in that game. I haven't played it in forever. Um So what would probably happen would be a pop-up of some sort, a special pop-up of some sort would appear and be like, hey, watch this ad now. And if you watch this ad now, uh, we're going to give you 20,000 gems, all right? Mm -hmm. But we also give the player the option to say, don't watch the ad, you're not going to get anything. So you can weed out the player by saying, hey, you're not going to get it. But you could also say, Don't watch the ad, but you're only going to get 5,000 gems. Thanks for keep on playing. Because you still want the player to keep playing, and you don't want to not reward the player because they don't want to watch an ad. Because then it will turn the player off, and they will eventually leave, drop a one-star review because you didn't give them something. Like The player always wants something. The free-to-play player especially wants something all the time. So you have to be kind of strategic with your ad. And your ad is like, if you're going to do a Mister Clean ad, it can only be like 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, there's no way it's going to be uh, a whole full-fledged 45-second spot on like a television, right? So that will be cut down to like, hey, it's Mister Clean, ho ho ho, Green Giant, like that's it, done. (laughs) Green Giant, (laughs) like that's it, done. (laughs) (laughs) Then I got currency. (laughs) You're mixing your (laughs) brands (laughs) there. So that kind of
2: Mister Clean,
1: that kind of <laughs> ad system is around today in a lot of games. Like a lot of games do it. So uh, yeah, it's, it's just not. Of- I don't know if it's targeted. <clears throat> if the corporations are the big corps are out there yet, going, hey, there's all this uh, money to be well, not money to be made, but eyes to see our products. Exactly. But I think they're still stuck in the past. Like the big corporations are still like, yeah, TV spots, movie commercials during movies now which is a pain in the ass um so i don't see it actually happening in the the big console games at all like you might see like a banner on a billboard that says coca cola that's about it i don't think we're going to see full-on ads the closest thing to that is always in sports games. There's always
0: like ads along the walls and stuff, yeah. right? Like, but that's, I mean, you can make the argument that's for authenticity,
1: I guess. Yeah, atmosphere. And uh, does that?
0: Re- I mean, it doesn't really get in the way. But if I'm playing Fallout Four and mm-hmm. suddenly this video comes up, like, oh, you can get a hundred caps if you watch this video on, uh, I don't know, some some product, mm-hmm. uh, then you know, then I'm just going to be like, uh. but. The difference between Fallout 4 and Clash of Clans is I paid eighty bucks for Fallout 4. Yeah,
2: Uh, I still like I still prefer uh, premium premium games on iOS. Like I'll pay I'll pay fifteen bucks I'll pay nineteen ninety nine for a really great game on iOS with no in app purchases no especially the uh, pay to win schemes like mm -hmm. you know or pay to win faster even I just I can't really stand that as a gamer it's just not you know for shooty skies. The reason why I like that one so much, and you know, same guys who made Crossy Roads or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, it's exactly what Brett was talking about. They'll they'll say, okay, you can watch this ad and and earn some coins or whatever. Yeah, but uh, you know, once you've done that for a little bit at the beginning, and you've built up, say, four or five thousand coins, mm-hmm. you have enough of ba- you have enough bank sitting there that you never have to watch an ad again on the game to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say no. I don't, I don't want that. You don't. You don't need the extra money at that point. That's <laughs>
0: similar to uh, Tap Titans, which I'm actually playing right now. Uh, <laughs> once you kind of get so far in the game, like the ads, the
1: the rewards you get for the ads, like don't really like, yeah matter at all. Um, yeah. But the thing is, uh, so how long have you been playing t- Tap Titans? Right? Oh, how More than I would like care to admit. Over game, a month.
0: Uh, yeah, because I downloaded in Tokyo and it was kind of my Tokyo game when we were just like, right. chilling. So that was over a month ago. That was like a month and a half ago. So. so
1: like you're totally in a different group of players that we don't even technically care about you. Oh no, because like <laughs> you're doing exactly as predicted. You're not watching the ads anymore. Are you monetizing? Like, have you actually bought something? Uh, I yeah, I did once. When when, when did you do that? Uh, shortly after Tokyo. All right, so you're already a dead player because you've monetized once. You're not doing anything else, and you're probably just generating banner ads at like maybe zero point five cents a player. Well, so the, you're a five cent player. The if thing there's is, banner ads in it.
0: Yeah, when you the thing is when you there isn't banner ads. When you uh, the ads I was talking about the videos. Yep. Once you become a paid player, you have the
1: option to turn those off. See, which is awesome. So they already made the money. You already monetized. They made the money off you. So you're technically, you're so low end on the spectrum that it doesn't matter about you anymore. Right. So <laughs> it's it's they you like.
2: Uh. I still like you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <funny. laughs>
1: no, it's it's true. It's the lifespan of the player. Like, okay, there's. I'm I'm actually going to be doing, uh, some kind of talk about this later in Hamilton next year. So, cuz I'm I'm opening up a workshop for game design. Cool. But awesome. I haven't worked it out yet. I'm still doing it. But this is a topic that will be coming up cuz monetization is a huge thing that not a lot of people know about unless you're in the business. Mm-hmm. So, I've been doing a lot about monetization a lot now because I'm really working in the mobile space. So, yeah, like since you monetize, you're done. Like we're happy. We got your 2 bucks. Mm-hmm. On to the next person. Right. And we don't ever expect you to watch a video anymore because we set it up so you don't have to. We got your money, so you monetize at a higher rate than a person who keeps watching a video. Because a, a video typically will only net, I think, uh, I think it's eight to, uh, depends on who it is, but I think it's eight cents right now <coughs> per person. So Just to watch the video? Just to watch the video, we'll get either That's five expensive. cents to eight cents off of you, right? So however much your purchase was, we'll say it's a $4 purchase. Um, so that negates ads and all that stuff. So we just made over a hundred percent profit off of you. Does that to, do the, huh? the eight cents, is that just watching it or if like, if I go to click and download, say the game
0: that the video is advertised, does, do I get more or do, do you get more?
1: Uh, cause I've noticed
0: at least with the Google ads on the site yeah, that sometimes it'll be like one, two, three cents or whatever. And yeah. then other times, like I think just the other day I got like 90
1: cents From like clicked it,
0: yeah. So someone clicked it and bought something or something.
1: Well, yeah, there's the whole clicking part too. Like, there's the watching part, which you get a lower end, and then if you click it, you get a little bit more of a bump. So, I'm surprised that you got 90, like a whole dollar bump. That's weird. I've gotten that a few, like a few times. Hmm. Um, interesting. I'll have
2: to look at that. Yeah,
1: I don't know, but that's what the Google ads, right? Sorry, Dan, what'd you say?
2: Maybe it's all lumped together, like maybe it's a dollar for that period or something
0: yeah it goes by like it goes by the day Mm -hmm. um crazy so but it's happened a few times that it makes me think that it's like one person going to buy something and not it just happened that day like four people click the ads because that seems less less likely
1: yeah Mm -hmm. usually it goes by seconds so uh some more secrets So, <laughs> the beats per person is at a forty forty second duration that you want the player to be playing for at least forty seconds, because then the ad will flip and be like, "Okay, you watched that. You had that banner ad or that video in the 40 second uh The video ad is a little bit different, but the banner ad itself is a forty second flip rate. So, every time the player stays there for more than forty seconds, the next ad is generated, which in turn generates profit to the uh, creator hm so you generally want to sit there and map out your beats sometimes to how your ads work sometimes, not all the time you don't have to, but you you kind of want to so you know at least that that one person i'm going to get five cents off of them or three cents or whatever True. but yeah, there's like so much so much craziness with monetizing players it's
2: awesome I remember. Um was it, Tony from Phantom Compass. Uh, that's his name, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Tony. Tony yeah. Walsh.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I was chatting with him um, at GDD there, and game dev drinks. Yep. And um, he had mentioned that you know he had a, a, a game that you know uh, a game idea or whatever, but that people are. So focused on on the premium thing and and the premium thing, it's it's hard to even get a, a premium interest on a premium title. Mm-hmm. At times, he he mentioned this to me, and I was, uh, you know, I'm I'm totally the opposite. Like I yeah. basically don't even give a game a second look if it says you know get within app purchases on the iOS mm-hmm. store. I go straight for the oh this costs two ninety nine. Let's check yeah. this out um, because I don't want to see ads. I I just want to enjoy a game on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know a game like bastion you know i paid i can't remember what it was 4.99 or something for it $7. Mm-hmm. 99, i can't remember exactly but i loved that game it was great sound was great story was great everything was awesome about it to me controls everything um no ads good gaming experience i kind of feel like i don't want to expose you know and i'm sure there's a sector of the gaming uh, public that just doesn't want to get exposed to that kind of a thing yeah, um, and it's the casual gamer, I guess, who's totally cool with just playing Candy Crush or, or whatever it happens to be, and mm-hmm. being exposed to ads or having the choice to be exposed to ads. And it's kind of interesting when you say, you know, you get like five five cents or whatever um, to if if somebody watches an ad. That's you know that can really really add up. I mean, I've heard um, you know the guys who made Crossy Roads talking about what, what like how much of a success. Um, their ad revenue was for them, mm. and it reminds me. Do you guys remember? I can't remember which Superman movie it was. It was one of the old Superman movies, the one with Richard Pryor. Do you guys remember that movie? That's three. That's three. And then he sits like at the very beginning of the movie. He works for a bank or or something like that, financial institute of some sort, and mm-hmm. he manages to funnel like zero point zero zero one cent from every single check that gets cashed at this institution, and into yeah. his like old bank account, and ends up making like. Millions of dollars in like twenty seconds.
0: Oh, that's uh, that's in uh, office space as well. I think that actually happened in real life. Did that actually happen in real life? I think that's ba- I think
2: something very similar to that happened.
1: Because
2: hmm. you know, when, when it always reminds me of that because uh, just the user base is so large. You know, you could make if you if you, if the stars align, you could actually make quite a bit of bank on one of those uh, premium. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: It's true. Cool. But you have to hit huge numbers to get that though, right? Like we're talking uh let's see, to even make five thousand dollars, that's five hundred thousand installs off of just banner ads, right? Mm. Like that's ridiculous. So your game a five hundred thousand install base is really huge to do, especially if you're if especially if it's your first game, right? Like coming out the gate, uh that's, that's going to be a tough one to hit, so you don't want to rely on the banner ads. That's why you have to look at the other monetization streams like videos, in-app purchases, or you do the premium route, which is also hard to do. But because I find the most premiums uh, do best if you're a brand, like you're already branded. So like something like Bastion, right? People already know about it. That'll do bo- better. So that helps a lot. Cool.
2: Brett, you're a fountain of knowledge. I've learned so um, much.
1: <laughs> I am a game designer. Yeah. <laughs> and a production manager and producer. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, you got it down. It's good. Yeah, we <laughs> don't really hype what I do on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I Only a lot you get actually. the
1: hype of what you do. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Nobody no, yeah. I, I know all this because I do it every single day.
0: <laughs> cool. Um. So but yeah, if
1: that doesn't answer that dude's question, uh, dude or dudette, add more information of what you want, because I can talk all day about it.
2: And watch that South Park episode on Freemium Games. Oh yeah, <laughs> South Park game. Yeah, watch that. Um, cool.
0: question, to, question to you guys. Have you seen Spectre yet? Yes, I did. Is it worth $50 to go to?
1: 50 Well, $50? Well, you? Uh, VIP. Oh, yeah, yeah, you buy that big seat.
0: Yeah man, I'm a big guy. VIP. Um the thing though is here's here's uh here's something rant. They changed like the the amount of points you need to get VIP. So it used to just oh. be a thousand. Now uh, it's like two thousand? Exactly. So mm-hmm. we don't have enough, but we thought we did. We already kind of got it in our heads that we're gonna go see Spectre and then we found out we don't have enough points. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's like twenty-five dollar tickets. But the way you kind of can justify it, I guess, is that you like get
1: dinner there and stuff, so it's like a night yep. out, and you know what I mean. So,
0: do you think it's a good movie?
2: Hmm.
1: Out of the four Daniel Craig movies, it's number three on my list. Number one and two are, uh, Casino Royale's one, <coughs> Skyfall's two, and those are interchangeable because I love them both. And then it goes uh, uh Spectre and then Quantum. Yeah, true.
0: That's how. I mean, that's how I. Goes with me uh, not having seen
1: Spectre yet, but. Yeah, I think you'll probably put Spectre in the same spot. I think you will. Cool. Especially if you liked uh, Casino Royale and Skyfall. Spectre's not nearly as good as those, but it's better than Quantum, so.
0: Yeah, Quantum was. Like, I didn't mind it, but it it just. uh... After, after, like I think part of it was that it was so bad just because of it just came out right like it's the next movie after Casino Royale, which was so freaking good. Like, yeah, to bring Bond back to that and not like mm. what Pierce Brosnan ruined. Um, yo, Pierce
1: Brosnan did not ruin Bond. Yo, Die Another Day was absolutely atrocious. It's the '90s ruined Bond. All right, that was a crazy <laughs> time to be James Bond. Die Another
0: Day was like 2000. 2000-
1: And two probably or something i don't know die another day yeah his last Mm -hmm. movie i don't think so i'm looking i'm texting uh where is it (coughs) dan run with the podcast okay (laughs) it's november 22nd 2002 okay so early
2: so late early 2000s should have made a bet dude (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <made it> <laughs> that one. Just oh, every yes.
0: just every slight argument that Dan, uh, that uh, Brad and I are going to have is going to be...
2: I'll jump in there as a mediator and be like, bet. Bet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, okay. Fine. I liked the Pierce Brosnan movies, though. They were fun. They were like that like crazy gadget bond that we never really had. And we're not going to get that bond for a while now. No, that bond is long dead. I back. hope we get that bond back, but... Whatever, it won't, it won't happen. Well, now good. we have to have dark and sinister bond. Well, thank Batman for that. So, <laughs> I guess uh, we should probably start wrapping this up because
0: we're we're after an hour. Um, let's end the podcast like we normally do. with just the games we're 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 playing. We've kind of already talked about it. I'm playing Fallout. What I'm also playing though is uh, Phantom Pi. Uh, mm. I finally got a an Apple card, <clears throat> so because I don't I just don't want to put my credit card on it but mm-hmm. so i picked up starseed and uh phantom pi enjoying both of them uh, nice. really digging the music in starseed and really digging the like the i guess the atmosphere and the characters in in phantom pi is just like it's just kind of a funnier game than i thought it would be to be honest mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. I, I lo- it's got a ton of character a ton of vibe yeah and
2: how far how far have you have you gotten
0: i'm only like a few levels in i was playing like uh like, when I was waiting for, like, the doctor appointment and stuff like that. So I'm only, like, a couple of levels in. And I w- I, I'm the type of person who has to, like, I want 100% it. So, yeah. like, level two I
2: played, like, four or five times because I just kept, like, missing stuff. It's a really great lesson in game design in, in the way that every single level introduces you. Maybe not even every single level, every other level introduces you to a new mechanic, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. really like uh, the progression of difficulty. I'm on level 16 and the levels get longer, they get more difficult, more involved. Yeah. It's it point where like you can only pick up one item at a time. So you get to a point where you're like maybe I should drag this item with me for a little further just to make sure I don't have to go all the way back here to get it again. Right. Mm-hmm. You drag it further and then you realize you've shafted yourself and now you have to go back even further to grab that item. It's really yeah, it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. man. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. So check out those games.
1: Um Brett, what have you been playing? I've been working too hard to play, but I've still been playing Dungeon Boss. Um, that's like my mobile game of the month, really. It's a really good game. Um, what else have I been playing? That's about it. Like, I, I have not had the time to really sit down and play. I've been way too busy with work, so that's all. Just, Yeah.
2: Well, wow, you're getting ready for the game jam and all the rest of it. That's really important stuff. Man. That's yeah. You know, a lot of people don't do a lot of the the community driven stuff. I mean, you're you seem to be really focused on it. And it's uh, it's great.
1: Yeah, I enjoy doing the community stuff. It's it's fun, especially when people start like doing stuff like out of it. Like there's people making games now, and people are talking to me even more about, hey, Brett, what do you think about doing this and that? And I'm like, oh yeah, you should do this. This it's pretty. The community's starting to pick up a bit which is good so like you can't stop right like once it keeps going you might as well just keep doing it Mm -hmm. so and i'm looking at doing even bigger and better events in the new year so like i that's why i want to go check out the uh the bit Bazaar because i kind of want to do something like that for hamilton and i've been working on it it's a something
2: another project of mine (laughs) (laughs) these guys got like 20 projects on the go i love it
1: I do. I've been looking for the space to do a, a bit bizarre for Hamilton, but not a bit bizarre. I gotta still figure out how to do one, but yep,
2: cool. That's and uh, and Dan, yeah, man. Last of Us, Phantom PI. That's 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 pretty much it. We already talked about you know enough about both, but uh, obviously great games. And mm-hmm. yeah, just just keep rolling, keep rolling. I'm I'm kind of like Brett. I mean, I've been ridiculously busy as of late. But uh, I caught up last night when I stayed up till four in the morning to, to mm-hmm. crush some video game time. So feeling pretty good. Perfect. Cool. Uh, all right.
0: Let's. Uh, I guess we'll wrap this up then. So you can follow Brett at Brett Miser on Twitter, Hard Circle, and uh, Game Dev Drinks. Uh, you can follow Dan at Composing Dan on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to Jake Bono as well for the intro music, and Dan, thank you for the outro music. Um, yeah, I think. I think that's good. Check out tromagamedevs.com. Cool. Okay. Yeah, peace. Thanks, boys.
1: Bye.